Good morning, Megan here with Compass Morning Med for Monday, April 27. Um, I would like to invite you to join me tomorrow, Tuesday, in a day-long fast, which if you're saying, wait, I've been fasting everything, um, if you just did Lent or obviously COVID-19, there's just been a lot of natural fasting, but um, there's just something really interesting in the Jewish cadence of fasting at least one day a week. Um, On the trip to Israel, I went on with my family. There was a number of people also on the trip who fasted once or twice a week, and it's something I've always been kind of interested in and then anyway my small group is choosing to fast Tuesdays I tried it for the first time last Tuesday and was shocked at how bad it wasn't um I was really busy that day but I did supper to supper supper Monday night to supper Tuesday night anyway so keep that invitation in your mind and then I just want to talk a little bit about fasting. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is talking about in chapter six, three big things that he's just assuming you do. So generosity is the first one, talking about when you give your money, make sure you're not like this and that you're like that. And then in the Lord's Prayer, it starts out, and when you pray, so he's assuming that you're going to pray. And then I think we'd all agree that prayer and generosity are two big tenets of Christian faith. But then thirdly, he says, and when you fast. So that's an interesting thing to me is that Jesus assumes that we are going to fast. And that's just something in our modern society where everything is available at our fingertips. Why in the world would I choose fasting? What's the point? Um, I've definitely had those thoughts. But something really interesting right after talking about fasting is a whole section talking about laying up your treasures in heaven instead of on earth. And Jesus makes this case for don't lay don't lay up treasures on earth where things will rust and destroy, where thieves can steal them, but lay up your treasure up in heaven. And then he says this line that most of us all know by heart, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And then he talks about the eye being the lamp of the body and going just into like what you take in um, becomes you. If you take in uh, dark things, you will be dark. If you take in light, you will be light. And I don't think that's coincidence that um, right after talking about fasting, he's talking about your treasure. Um, In this book that I read a couple years for Lent now by Alicia Britt Nicole, the book's called 40 Days of Decrease. I think a lot of you might have read it for Lent. But she has this quote, says, abstinence is the mother of all health, which is just like a shot to the heart in maybe just me, but um, for modern society, I think, um, because we just get everything so instantly. Um, you know, like when you're on a slower internet and you click something and it doesn't instantly pop up, it's it's frustrating. Or if you get behind somebody slow or um, 
we've all kind of experienced a little bit of this, just not being able to do day-to-day things that we're used to with COVID-19. And it's frustrating. It's hard. And I think the point of fasting is kind of like exercise. It's the best metaphor that I've heard. Um, Just like your body grows through kind of pushing it hard in exercise and then repairing. Um, Fasting does the same thing. It's there's a bunch of physical benefits of fasting, which I was not aware of, and I'm not about to pretend that I'm educated enough to go into, but um, but I think the spiritual benefit of getting used to something, not having something that I'm so used to having, that I'm so used to choosing which food I want from any number of sources, whether that be the store or takeout or a drive through I just food is so readily available and really our days are planned around it. Our social activities, um, kind of our cadence breaks for work or time with family and friends. Um, just had my dad's birthday day before yesterday and we centered around eating and, um, baked a cake and catered taqueria. I mean, food is central to, our celebrations and our um just our rhythms which is one thing that makes it hard one of the many things that makes COVID-19 hard is that we just can't get together and do that like we used to with as many people as we used to but um Dallas Willard talks about in his book The Spirit of the Disciplines he says actually fasting is one of the more important ways of practicing Let me start that again. Actually, fasting is one of the more important ways of practicing that self-denial required of everyone who would follow Jesus. A little bit later on, he says, fasting teaches temperance and self-control and therefore teaches moderation and restraint with regard to all of our fundamental drives. So I just invite you to try this with me tomorrow. Um, I don't know what 24-hour period works better for you. I kind of like starting at night for me personally. So then that's pretty normal that I don't eat at night. And then going through the rest of my day doesn't seem so bad. But choose what works for you. And then just see what comes out when you don't eat. Like if you get more annoyed, if you really turn your thoughts more to prayer. um, Just see what happens. Uh, if you're like me, I get, you tend to get kind of grumpy. It's one reason I really want to try to do this Tuesdays as a rhythm is like, I don't do it often enough. So I'm not good at it at all. It's frustrating and it exposes a lot in me that I'm not happy about. If, if that's a, um, kind of a metaphor for how I handle all of my fundamental drives, I'm worried for myself, which, um, is great in a certain sense. It shows me, uh, where I need to let the Holy Spirit work on me. But I just invite you to think about it. Even if you've not tried fasting or you don't see the point, think about just giving it a shot. Join with me, my small group. There's other churches doing the same thing and just really pray, pray for what comes out of you. Um, whether it's with this fasting thing or just in general, as so many things have been kind of taken away from us through this whole COVID-19 pandemic. And then 
broadly what what the future is for church, what the future is um, for the movement of the Holy Spirit in this time. Uh, I've heard so many pastors and leaders just talking about there's going to be a before COVID-19 and an after. Uh, what does that mean for our church and how can we grow and become better? What can we learn through this? And then even bigger picture, just praying for an end to it. Um, just an end to COVID-19 and the spread. And for all the people that are affected both health and economy-wise. So anyway, just give it a thought, give it a try, and um, see what happens. Be interested to hear about it. Let's pray to end. Jesus, we just thank you that you gave up so much for us. Um, Talk about fasting. You fasted your divinity um, and became just like us and suffered like us, ate whatever Palestinian food was there at the time, just like us. And you fasted 40 days in the wilderness to prepare for your ministry and then even fasted your connection with your father for us. We thank you for that. Um, And we ask now for access to that through your Holy Spirit that you would create us in us, push in us to become more like you. Um, So often I think about how just in my life, in the time that I live, uh, I just have no idea about so many things. Um, So many things are provided for me, easy access for me. There's so many decisions that I don't have to make um, because generations before have, have made them for me. And sometimes I just worry that can, can make me, um, not truly appreciate things. And I just ask that through fasting for me, for each of us, that we can learn to appreciate you at a deeper level, learn to spend that time that we would spend eating with you and that we would be reminded of you throughout the day. We love you, Jesus, and thank you. Amen.